I, yeah. I have enough mics to start Sweetwater's mic department, but I just <laughs> bought a new mic. Why? Because I wanted it. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I'm so excited to dive into some topics today. He's the founder and CEO of the Saltzman Group, author, he's a speaker, he's a podcast host, he's a brand new rock star. David Saltzman, thanks so much for joining me. Kirby, thank you so much for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here and to chat with your audience for a little bit. Absolutely. So, I can't wait to dive in because um, I think we do have some uh, kind of overlapping interests. And I want to start with the idea of a mistake that I see um, a lot of business marketers making, and it's the idea of who the hero of the story is. So why do you think it's important to make the customer or the prospect the hero of the story and not the company? Well, there are a number of reasons for it, not the least of which is, especially for those of you who are selling into the C-suite, is that when you go and see C-suite folks, they are generally possessed of what I call C-egos. And some of them have earned them and some of them haven't. Right. But the last thing that you want to do is go in and be competition for them. And mm. we've all faced this situation in sales where we've been in a meeting, we've been, we're in the zone. We feel like we're really hitting it out of the park. And you look up and the person that you're talking to, your prospect is in Never Never Land. And the reason is almost always that you've come in there on the white horse they think they ought to be riding, and that's how they envision themselves. The other reason is obviously, if you're solving problems for a client, you always wanna keep the client client-centric. Yeah. But the biggest reason is that the client doesn't need another client. What the mm -hmm. client needs is a guide, and yeah. that's the role that you play. And you know, as, as we'll get into, I'm a story brand certified guide, and so I'm all about positioning those those two things properly, because if you don't, you can't craft a story that invites your prospect in and makes it their story. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. And I think it's it's, it's funny because I've I've heard it said a bunch of different ways. I like the way you're saying it. it, it but it's it it's one of those messages I feel like we can hear over and over again, because it's really easy to to go back to because that's what we've I think what's natural to us. Now, now, you mentioned this. I, I, this is interesting to me. You are a certified story brand guide. Now, I love that because I've read uh, Donald Miller's books. I'm a big fan. Uh, I've read the Building a Story Brand, Marketing Made Simple, several of those. Um, and I've tried my best to implement these practices into our business and then hopefully try and guide clients that way. But why do you think it's important to take that next step and become certified? Well, it was for me and it's not yeah. for everybody. Um, it's, it's a fairly in-depth process, but my story, I think, is indicative of why you need to do it or why you need to work with someone who is a certified guide. I'm the marketing guy. That's what I do for clients. I've done it for gazillions of years. So I got the book and I read the book and I went, hmm, I'm Mr. Marketing. I can do this for myself. Mm -hmm. And after the third attempt, I called Nashville, which is where Don's <laughs> offices are. And I said, can I come down and study with you guys? Because there's obviously more to this than just reading the book and trying to apply it. Um, and we, yeah. in my practice, actually go into some areas a little deeper than Don goes into. When we talk about the three levels of need for a client, the external, the internal, and the philosophical, to us, those are the things that will drive the, the client to engage or to not engage. 
And you have to understand those on a psychological level. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of moving parts of this. It's like, you know, reading a book about space flight and then putting on a helmet, suiting up and going, okay, shoot me into space. I got it from here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just not as simple as that. So while I wouldn't recommend, unless you want to make marketing your full-time career, while I wouldn't recommend that you go out and get certified, what I would recommend is that if you want to put this process in place and use these constructs, that you go and find a certified story brand guide because there's a lot more to it than meets the book. Yeah, and that makes sense. And the other thing that makes sense, it just feels like when you are in an event or in a, a place like that, when you're in like-minded, it is funny to me how many ideas bubble to the surface too, where you're like, you start to make connections that maybe you wouldn't have made by just reading. Does that make sense? It, well, it does. And on the other side of that, I tell clients all the time, you can't read the label when you're inside the mayonnaise jar. This is always a lot easier for somebody from outside to do mm. for you or to help guide you through than it is for you to do it yourself. Mm, that's really good. That's really good. Well, that's that's cool because I, I, that is one of those things that I've always um, paid attention to. And I again, I, I respect the heck out of the the business Donald Miller has created. So I appreciate your perspective on that. So you know, I did. I've done my little fair of stalking uh, of you, and you've you've talked about a term that I think is interesting. So what do you mean when you say to quote, remove the mayhem from your marketing? It's us being too clever by half. But if, if you want a great description of the way story theory works, and when you study with Don, one of the first things that he tells you is that his wife will no longer go to movies with him. <laughs> and I've spoken with her and she verifies that. And the reason is that once you understand how story theory works, you understand the plot of every novel that you're going to read, and you understand the plot of every movie about three or four minutes into it, mm. because you understand what that journey is going to look like. And sometimes that's hard for people to grasp. So we try to use imagery and examples from real life, from current life. Um, and we certainly have enough mayhem to go around, but the mayhem that I'm talking about is the guy who's in the Allstate commercials like me yeah okay and you know you you want him out of your life and that's your problem so in an all-state commercial this nice you know attractive lady driving her car sees this weird guy break dancing or doing whatever he's doing on the side of the road right. and that's the client's problem mm. okay. and what you want to do is you want to as a guide give them a really short plan and a couple of calls to action that help them understand how to remove that problem and then you want to show them what the future looks like if they do remove the problem and how great it's going to be, or if they don't act and they don't remove the problem and what it's going to be. So we use mayhem as a good exemplar. Yeah, that's I, I for what it's worth, I, those are one those commercials are often very funny too. So they're very memorable. I think that's a good one. Um, okay, final question for you: what What's the role of emotion in corporate sales? Emotion is everything. And you just said it. You said those commercials are all often funny. Why do you pay attention to them? Because they're funny. But there's a message behind that. Yep. So as I mentioned earlier, Kirby, when, when we talk about the three levels of a client's problem, the external, which is what they tell the world, their golfing buddies, the people that they you know hang out with or whatever. Then there's the internal, which is that kind of internal self-talk. But that's at a usually at a business level. And then there's the psychological, which is the, it just shouldn't be this darn hard to accomplish X, Y, Z, whatever it happens to be. There's a great um, guy named Daniel Kahneman. He was an industrial psychologist, wrote a book called Thinking Fast and Slow. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. And his life's work was proving that unlike what our common wisdom is, where we think we make decisions with the prefrontal cortex of our brain, his theory was, and he ultimately proved that, that every decision that we make, every decision that we make is driven by emotion. That's the amygdala. That's that old fight or flight lizard part of our brain. And if you can understand and tap into the client's emotion, which is where that third level of psychological want comes from, most people who try to build a marketing campaign start at the stop at the very beginning. Client says he needs X, we're going to give him X. So here's a widget, here's X. But then you get into the why is your widget better than the other guy's widget? What mm -hmm. does your widget do? All of those really nonsensical questions, because at the end of the day, whether the client buys my widget or the other guy's widget, the widget isn't his problem. His problem is his problem. Mm. If you can touch that nerve and you can give them a psychological image, an emotional image that sells them on what you want to do and makes them understand that you have authority and empathy as a guide, you can take them on the journey with you and it becomes their journey. They own it. Without that touch to emotion, or as you mentioned in the Mayhem commercial, a little bit of humor, mm -hmm. you don't get them. You get them at a superficial level. And if you're working on helping to change somebody's entire business's marketing plan or clarify their message so that they don't confuse clients, you've got to be at that level. You've got to be at that visceral, deep psychological level. And I think that's that's part of the inviting them into a story, right? You know, Absolutely. like that's that because I think even at a like you said, at a visceral human level, we all understand a story. Absolutely. And that's that's our entire lives are stories. You know, Steve Jobs said the most important person is the storyteller. Mm. Here's a guy who's, you know, building a company that had that then and still goes on today to build cutting edge technology. And yet they charge 30% more for it than anybody else does for similar technology. And people flock to them to buy it. I don't know what their market cap is today, but let's say roundly 3 billion bucks, you know? Yeah. Um, why do you do that? Because they don't sell a widget. They sell a, a story. They sell a lifestyle. They sell an all encompassing idea. When I was much younger and PCs started hitting the market, I wanted to get under the hood. I wanted to program in DOS, which seems like ancient history. I wanted to understand how the thing worked and I wanted to take them apart. Today, I just want all my stuff to work together. Right. But 100%. if you listen to one of those keynotes, the word that is used most often, even today, is you or yours. Hmm. Because they're selling an experience and that experience touches that emotional piece that we talked about. I don't need a third iPad, but wow, look at that. I want it. Yeah. And then I cook up a reason in my business mind why I should have it. Yeah. Yeah. I hundred, I a hundred percent buy that. That's I, I have not read that book, but the, the concept that we make emotion, uh, make uh, decisions emotionally and then justify them rationally. I, 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 a, you see people do it. It's really oh, easy oh. to see in other people but I do it when I'm being introspective too. And I think understanding that is a really powerful tool for sure. Of course, everybody's got their thing. If you're a photographer, there's one, that one more lens. If you, if you <laughs> podcast as you or I do, there's this one more mic. Yeah. I, yeah. I have enough mics to start Sweetwater's mic department, but I just <laughs> bought a new mic. Why? Because I wanted it. 100%. Well, David, I really appreciate you taking the time. Where can, if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about you, where can they go? 
they can go to the website, which is the Saltzman Group, S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N.com. And if you go to the Saltzman Group forward slash download, you can download a special white paper that we've done just for the folks who are listening to podcasts that I appear on. Um, and there's a separate web white paper on my website as well. So those are the two best ways. And if you want to reach out directly, you can reach me at david at thesaltzmangroup.com. Perfect. Perfect. David, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And hey, we'll, we'll have to do this again sometime. This was fun. Kirby, it was my pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering marketing joy, joy, joy.